Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life plot holes of gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy A comedy adventure from the director of War Games It was designed to do jobs no human would risk But something... Yo. and Steve Gutenberg in Short Circuit, rated PG. Starts Friday at a theater near you. Yeah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Robots with a Heart of Gold Month continues. The with greatest na- robot with a heart of gold. <laughs> 1986's Short Circuit. Chatty from the director of War Games. Yes! <laughs> uh, and not starring Matthew Broderick? Nope. Apparently he was busy. But Steve Gutenberg, he was ready to go. <laughs> fresh, Who fresh. makes Steve Gutenberg <laughs> a star? We do. He's got we that, do. that sweet, sweet Police Academy money and he's just ready to roll. Uh, but first, a little parched. Oh, we were too sober for this. <laughs> what do you got, so, man? Ah, because uh, St. Patrick's Day already passed (laughs) a long-ass time ago. Since 1710, we have Smithwick's Irish Ale. Mmm. Brewed with roasted barley and served chilled. Let's see. Diego. Imported by Diego. There we go. By Guinness. Diageo? Diageo, sure. It looks like Diego. (laughs) D-I-A-G-E-O. It's Diageo. It looks yeah. like Diego. Go, Diego, go! <laughs> Nothing more Irish than Diego. Yeah. I'm gonna pop my top. Oh, oh my top! <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and the pour. Mmm. Yeah, this is a delightful looking red ale. Mm, lots of malty notes off the aroma. Got a nice uh, cream-colored hot head. Yeah, Steve's going in for the taste. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, no, he looks fine. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, it's almost like a red lager. Like it's very subdued, but it's got a nice little kind of caramely note to it. Yeah, it's kind of lagery. Not a whole a little... lot of hot profile, but just a oh, just a good hint. malty. Yeah, mostly so... malty beer. Yeah, yeah, this is a delightful beer. I would drink this. Yeah, I would be surprised if it was like four percent or something. Yep, here we are, four and a half percent. But yeah, not too bad. Just a good 
all day drinking kind of beer like let's say you were getting shit faced on saint patrick's day what? which i'm proud to say i didn't do this year no me neither for the first time in a long time <laughs> although i think our epic was what five years ago now six years ago now <laughs> fucking cody we, fucking cody <laughs> buying shots for everybody some bitch <laughs> At the castle anyway. elephant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at the castle elephant. You guys all thought I was just a drunk bitch. No, the place was called Castle and Elephant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was also a drunk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, regardless, it was <laughs> also true. <laughs> Didn't mean I was wrong. <laughs> uh, but yes, 1986's Short Circuit. Yeah. Uh, comes from director John Badham. Director of horror games. No. Uh, he's also the director of six episodes of The Night Gallery, which you love. Ooh. Uh, also, Saturday Night Fever, which comes into play a little later. Yeah. Uh, then, after War Games and this, he also did uh, Stakeout, Bird on a Wire, Point of No Return, Drop Zone with Wesley Snipes, mm. uh, Nick of Time, six episodes of Psych, and nine episodes of Supernatural. Okay, I, I got a s- s- short spin off for Nick of Time. Okay. So I went to a prestigious art academy here in San Francisco. Hmm. The one that's a university, not the other one. Uh, And I went to go visit a friend of mine in the... uh, No, I had a class. That's right. I was also visiting a friend, but I had a class in the film and TV production lab. Or like building, actually. And by building, I mean it was a floor of one of our buildings. But whatever. They had their own department. Walked through. And our school had posters uh, up all over the walls. In all the departments of movies and things, uh, all the teachers had been involved in specifically because our teacher and staff had all been part of real movies and films. And, like, the illustration department has all worked for, like, Disney and Coca-Cola and Pixar and whatnot. So you walk in, the very first poster you see in film and TV production is one of those giant, uh, like, advertising ones for Nick of Time coming soon on VHS. Wow. <laughs> I just thought, oh, I believe this sums up our school. <laughs> that and this is the first thing you see when you enter the film and television production department. That, that explains so much. <laughs> Do you remember when I sent you that picture? Yeah. Now? Is it ringing a bell? It's horrible. Oh. <laughs> when are we doing that movie on the podcast? Oh, we only do bad movies. <laughs> yeah, it's on the list. What, Johnny Depp with glasses and Christopher Walken? Anyway. Ooh, Christopher Walken month? <laughs> sure. <laughs> of all the movies Ooh, he's been part of. We can start walking Wednesdays. <laughs> never get away with this. Bears. Bears. What are we doing that fucking movie? Oh, we could do bear movie. Bear month, Steve. Hey, hey. Look at me, Steve. Focus. Bear month. Focus. Do you know who wrote this movie? I do I ooh, who wrote this movie, Steve? Uh, the team of S.S. Wilson and Brett Maddock. Does that Hi, sound familiar? Uh, basically the writers of the Tremors series. Yes! <laughs> That's why this All movie's right. so fucking let's, amazing. Let's bring it back to Short Circuit. Yeah. Short Circuit. <laughs> uh, but yes, Ellie Sheedy, Steve Gutenberg. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Fisher Stevens is in this movie. Yeah! <laughs> could, you, could you pick him out of the crowd at all, sweetie? I believe he was the very, very offensive man. <laughs> you mean Ben Jabatuya? <laughs> uh, so, okay. <laughs> Alright, 
the movie starts out with a nice little assembly montage, you know, yeah. whatever, cool little techno kind of. Yeah. Sounds like a Rammstein soundtrack. <laughs> do, do us. <laughs> well, then it's immediately followed by uh, a tank rolling over roses, so it's got that Terminator kind yeah. of vibe to it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then there's a, a demonstration of these new uh, tactical robots called Saints. Yeah. Uh, it's basically tanks and uh, jeeps and stuff rolling in. Uh, with mm. the, the the big trucks that have all the people in the back. I yeah, the people going. movers. People movers, and... yeah, we'll call that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, then these robots pop up out of corners and shoot these laser beams yeah. that apparently cause them just to explode. And... Well, duh, they're aiming for the gas tank. Come on. Yeah. What happens if you heat up a gas tank, honey? <laughs> combustion evaporation if there's a spark it'll explode you're heating it up with a laser honey mm. all right all right i'll buy it but it's a demonstration for these saints yeah did you happen to catch what saints stood for i saw it and i've already forgotten what does it stand for steve because <laughs> it's pretty dumb it's a strategic artificial intelligence nuclear transport yeah good question was there a nuclear bomb on those things? No, but they could do it. Oh, oh. They're advertising in their own name. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. Got Either it. that or that's their power source. Yeah, see, that, that was their primary function was to be a nuclear transport. Yep. And a laser just in case shit got real. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, come on. Look how cute they are. If you just saw that rolling down the street, wouldn't you want to go say hi to it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Hey, buddy, what you carrying there? <laughs> <laughs> Access denied. I explode from a laser. It's like a microwave. <laughs> Humans are combustible. Spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> Saint. <laughs> Spontaneous. <laughs> Spontaneous animal incineration. <laughs> okay. I'm working on it. Yes, I'm I, on give it. me time. We'll come back to that. Uh, but it's a demonstration for Nova Robotics. And uh, the, I don't know, head Bill Gates guy or whatever, he kind of comes up and is like, ah, this is just a, an example of what I think can do. And then it starts, they start uh, breaking ice and mixing martinis and all that shit. Gin and tonics. <laughs> yeah, gin and tonics, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of that whole thing, though, is when uh, <laughs> the guy, <laughs> the Bill Gates guy, I, mm -hmm. I forget his name in the movie, but he's like, it gets a gin and tonic, just like I like it, shaken, not stirred. And then in the background, there's one guy. Ha! <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's great. The class just kind of like, <laughs> and you hear one person completely off screen just, ha! <laughs> I'd like to pretend that that's just somebody's like PA in the background. Yeah. Like, like, like that guy's PA or like hairdresser's just like, dude, when I crack this really stupid joke and the crowd's just supposed to be like, hey, hey, I want you to just scream off camera. It, it, it's one of the right, the writer who didn't write it. He was like, that's not even a joke. That's there's no setup really. It's just a reference to a James Bond movie. Like, hey, we're still going to go with it. We gotta, I like we gotta, it. Got to put these jokes in. They can't all be racially insensitive. Uh, <laughs> can't they? <laughs> they can't can they? <laughs> Uh, it's around this time we're introduced to uh, Ben Jabatuya, yeah, uh, played by Fisher Stevens, in the most wonderful Indian American stereotype ever. Oh my god! All the mixed cliches are in there. I... I, I'm not gonna lie, I do love his mixed cliches only because I love mixed cliches. <laughs> oh, really, get out there and spread your legs. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> they were, 
having listened listen to this movie for the first time in many years, I was like, shit, it's actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're good jokes. They're inappropriate jokes. But they're still good jokes. Yeah, uh, but but yeah, Ben is How one much of... more offensive would it be if he wasn't funny? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that would be a short circuit, too. No, I don't <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so Ben is one of the main designers for the Saints, mm-hmm. um, along with the lead designer Newton Crosby, played by the great Stephen Gutenberg. The Goot. The Goot. <laughs> uh, Notice Newton Crosby in this movie. Yeah. And he's just instead of going to the demonstration, he's just hanging out in his office, you know, teaching robots to flip off people and play yeah. play the piano or something. Oh, that was, that was cover for he was watching porn. Yeah, well, he was watching porn while doing it, but. <laughs> And then there's a scene where they have all the people that were there for the demonstration. All the robots are serving the creator. Yeah, for some reason they went, I gotta meet this Newton Crosby guy. I've heard so much about him. I can't trust this project if I don't meet the person who created these things. (laughs) Which has never happened ever. (laughs) No, but this does lead to uh, something that I did not catch as a kid, but might be my favorite part of the whole movie. When Newton Crosby does come out to talk to people, and he talks about what the Saints' original design was created for. Yes. And, and what was that original design, sweetie? They were meant to be a marital aid. <laughs> which I think plays in later in this movie. It does. It does. Indeed. Heavily. Heavily. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, shortly before that, before that happens, we hear one of the generals. Uh, obviously, they're using the saints for, for military purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the saints says, it's all part of Operation Gotcha Last. Hey. Which is basically if shit goes down, these robots can transport a nuclear bomb right down the middle of Moscow. Yeah. Up to the crown. It's like it's slightly more complicated than that, I'm sure, but hopefully they at least get airdropped in like uh like one of the Jaegers from Pacific Rim. Oh we find out later they come fully equipped with parachutes, so Yeah. <laughs> so after the demonstration there there's five robots and they're getting loaded up and taken into the house uh, the and then there's a lightning storm brewing. Yeah. And they're hooked up to the generator because they have to be recharged. But then the lightning bolt hits the generator and hits number five. And it shocks the <laughs> shit out of it. Like, oh no, fuck, we fried it. And that's like $20 million down the drain. $11 million. Uh, 11 sorry. Uh, just for inflation. It comes in later. <laughs> <laughs> so they take them in. And they basically said, so they like follow each other into the base. Except number five's malfunctioning. So it goes into a wall or goes down the wrong hallway and gets sideswiped by a robot taking the trash out or something yes, and so the, gets, the one that was serving drinks at the party he's taking the trash out from the party and then he's going to come back that's with right the, the robot slave waiters yeah <laughs> crushed ice gin and tonic <laughs> uh, but he gets taken out to the trash um and then the other four come in and everybody's like oh uh-huh. there they are oh it's amazing uh-huh. and uh the bill gates guy is like uh, tell me, tell me I'm miscounting because I'm only counting four. Like, mm, yes, number five. I never count four as well, sir. That was my uh, Ben, by the way. That was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was possibly cut, more offensive. Cut that out, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, eventually, after they start freaking out, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we lost one, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, did you try the homing device? No, no one? Okay, that would have been my first thing. Right? Like, and, and Steve Gutenberg's like, oh, it's probably just out in the yard running in circles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the cool thing, uh, so 
the, the, that whole big like war room looking place where it's yeah. like oh my gosh we got all these figures we're running it. it's it's, it's functional it's responding and then they have like the fucking hologram map or whatever yeah. tracking it it's like what what's the point of having that thing if you're not going to use it like right? all the time <laughs> right it should just be constantly going maybe it just sucks a lot of power but yeah that was kind of cool uh we're also introduced to uh gw bailey playing scroder scroder uh, who's the military guy who's uh, basically set in charge of apprehending saint number five yeah um, since it got off base by you know in the the trash truck um and then just kind of rolled off the side unbeknownst to the driver somehow and mm-hmm. is just kind of wandering all over this uh it's talking to cows yeah, talking to cows and reading signs about Dr. Pepper. And yeah. Just wandering aimlessly around well, the city in Oregon. To be fair, at this point, uh, Scroder is the only one who goes, wait, you have a malfunctioning robot with a killer laser in the general populace and this thing is unfield tested? Yep. He is making sense at this point. He's like, we have to go apprehend it. This thing, uh, this thing could kill everyone. This thing could kill us. We don't know what's happening with it because it's malfunctioning. Exactly. Steve Gutenberg's like, nah, no. Nah. I mean, it's talking to me. It thinks it's a pepper, but <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's still talking it's to like me. It's like malfunction, need input. I, I'm assuming that means need it's not going to kill anyone, right? Yeah, totally. Input. Yeah, so, so Scroder sends a couple of his lackeys out there in uh, a tank on a freeway mm-hmm. in Oregon. Right. Uh, with oh, all the of the blind incon- spots in the world, the too. most inconspicuous vehicle in the world. Yeah, and it has like the one slit they can see anything out. Right. And of course, they literally run right into uh, Saint Number Five, and they're like, "Oh, what was that? I don't know. Oh, we should just keep driving forty-five miles an hour down the freeway." Right? And then he you know, like turns around, to, like look in to see them, and they're like, and they freak out, and it goes off the side of a bridge. But luckily, Saint Number Five has a parachute, yeah, and just glides oh so gently onto the back of a food truck while screaming, "Wee!" <laughs> <laughs> As is appropriate, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he he's has a, learning about his world. Do, do you remember the the name of the food truck? Oh God, no, I don't. Stephanie's Snack Shack. That's right. And from what we could tell from reading the side logos, apparently it's vegetarian and or vegan. Yeah, it seemed to be. Yeah, just a bunch of like fruits and veggies. And grains. And grains and, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds horrible. But good for you, Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie was, of course, played by Ali Sheedy. You may know yeah. her from Breakfast Club. and She's the weird kid from Breakfast Club. <clears throat> yes, right. She puts yes. the pixie sticks in her peanut butter jelly sandwich. Uh, that is correct uh, how do i know that because uh, everybody re- that's the part everybody remembered when they were kids no no the, the part i remember about that movie is uh emilio estevez screaming at a window and it looks like he basically fucks and shatters it's it at true. the same time <laughs> like wait what fuck shatter a window <laughs> That's a that's a Sheen family trait right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but Stephanie drives back uh, in her food car to her house. Apparently, uh, the ex boyfriend is there trying to get the dog off of the roof. Which, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that and, dog knows how to get away. And why is he trying to get the dog off the roof? Because he's going to sell him to a medical facility yeah. for cash. Yeah, but she grabs a like a broom or a baseball bat. She has or a baseball bat. She has a baseball bat. And just tells him to get. And so he hops in his Trans Am and peels the fuck out. Well, do you remember what he says? He's got to sell the dog to the medical facility for some cash because it's on its last legs. Because <laughs> it only has three <laughs> yeah, legs. Yeah, three legs. Yeah. 
Which you don't realize that Ogle has three legs till later, but if they had shown that a little so, clearer, that yeah. would be a much funnier joke. It would be. It would be. <laughs> yeah, it turns out Ali Sheedy's an animal hoarder. I mean, rescuer. Uh, uh, hoarder? No. Okay, if you got cats and dogs and, like, you know, pets, it, yeah. you're, you're, you're a pet owner. Mm-hmm. You're a hoarder when your pets include raccoons and skunks and... What pets? If, what, if you, <laughs> what if you run, like a, like, a wildlife rescue? What if? Are you still a hoarder? Is she running an animal rescue out of her snack shack? <laughs> yes, yes, she is, apparently. Also, her neighbor, her older elderly neighbor is there and mentioned something about the landlord wants her out. Oh, oh yeah, probably or, signed oh, agreement she's not for two to have pets, any pets or, something. or something. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a whole Ace Ventura situation inside yeah, of is. that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, and then that night, uh, she hears some noises outside in her yeah. in her uh, snack shack, and she thinks the boy coach. boyfriend coming back and you know mm-hmm. trying to steal some of her shit and sell that off because so she comes after him with a bat. <laughs> yeah. She gets in there. There's a weird red glow inside. And then she opens the door and jumps in, and it's... An alien, she an thinks. Alien. Indeed. I knew they'd pick me. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. It's but it's number to... five! It's Satan number five, and he's me, just curious. Input. Looking at spaghetti. Input. And... Oh, input. Yeah. Yeah, input. just follow me input. into the house. Input. Yeah. Input. <laughs> yeah, the... the... They're trying to guide it like a dog or whatever, and it's like... Uh, she just grabs forward. him by the hand and walks him in. Oh, oh no, no, she, no tells, she, sorry, she tells him forward. Yeah, forward. 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 Need input. Yeah, but uh, basically leads him into the house. He reads all her books, throws all her animals. <laughs> yeah, throws all her animals. Beans, cherries, input. <laughs> she reads every, Yeah, he reads every encyclopedia, and then she plops him down in front of the TV before he basically destroys the house. Oh, yeah. I have, I have a Saint number five destroys China. Yes. <laughs> it's like, that's taken the wrong way, but uh, <laughs> it, means, it means, like, China, China. Her like, fine China. Yeah, not not the People's Republic. Like China where? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, she has like a teapot out. By the way, uh, when when number five knocks that over, I've seen her house. Those dogs, cats, and or raccoons would have knocked that fucking teapot over yeah. long ago. Yeah, the it, it's obviously a stage. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do like the kittens hanging out just on bookshelves randomly. Look like they're about to fall. <laughs> like the whole background is like kittens and baby raccoons like falling off of things. And I'm kind of into it. Yeah. Well, and the best part is even after reading all the encyclopedias and all of the input that Stephanie has to offer. Need input. He possibly learns even more from watching the Three Stooges. Yes, he does. <laughs> And I can't blame them there, because Three Stooges are fucking amazing. Yes, they are. All right, Steve. Hard. I ask the hard questions on this podcast. Three Stooges or Marx Brothers? You have to pick one. Ooh. Need input. You know what? I like the Marx Brothers banter a little better. I have I mean, to agree. I mean, physical comedy is all good and well with Three Stooges and all that, but yeah, I just like the quick back and forth of the Marx Brothers. Uh, oh, and around this time, uh, Newton and Ben are out joining the hunt as well. They're trying to track them. Um, yes, because uh, at this point, Scroder basically, after chasing it off a bridge, is like, if I catch them and destroy it, yeah, it's malfunctioning, fuck it. And the head of the robotics lab is like, it's $11 million! <laughs> so he sends out uh, Newton and 
and stereotype <laughs> then um and they take saint number one to help because yeah and then uh and yeah the head the head guy is like but but then the 22 million dollars on the loose and they're like but what if we get shot <laughs> <laughs> it's a malfunctioning war machine and they have a good point and they also bring up a good point about ben's background do you mm-hmm. remember where he's from no bakersfield <laughs> oh yeah that's right oh no sorry where are your parents from oh pittsburgh <laughs> so where are you from ben <laughs> that's one of my favorite tv that's one of my favorite movie tropes <laughs> i love that just the the obviously foreign character where are you from janish <laughs> the upper vest side but anyway back at uh stephanie's love shack i assume it's what she calls her house love shack is a little place where we can get together. Number I'm a five. Um, <laughs> number five's been watching TV all night. Yes, he has. And learning, yeah, and uh, falls off the chicken. Why did he fall off the uh, the balcony? So he's been watching TV, and she takes him outside. It's like chasing oh, a butterfly she, or oh, some shit. She, she's showing him the different animals in that, and. Oh, she shows him the view, the beautiful, uh, the beautiful view from her house. Yeah, which is fucking amazing, overlooking like Newport Bridge or right. something. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. He he does something, and he falls basically backwards over yeah. the railing and into the chicken coop. And I assume kills every single chicken in that coop. Murders those chickens because <laughs> they were fenced in; they couldn't escape. So she has some chicken patties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. But then when he falls over, she sees the uh, bottom plate that says like Nova Robotics. So she's like, oh, Saint. okay, I'll call Nova. And uh, oh, yeah, and, well, and she gets mad at him. She's like, you're not an alien. You're yeah. one of those stupid war machines from that stupid warmonger company around the corner from me. <laughs> exactly. And I love how she gets on the phone. Yeah, so I'd like to speak to your lead warmonger, please. Uh, Dr. Warmonger. I, I, I mean, Dr. Sadler, whatever his name is. I love it. <laughs> and while she's talking on the phone, uh, number five is watching a, a grasshopper and just imitating it and jumping around. <laughs> the Gr- least believable part of this movie. <laughs> and then he gets distracted and lands on the grasshopper. Yeah. Um, oh, disassemble. Yes. Reassemble, Stephanie. You can't. When you're dead, you're dead, and dead is forever. But disassemble, like no, for robotics would disassemble me. No, can't reassemble grasshopper. Grasshoppers are alive. Disassemble dead, Johnny Five. No one to die. No disassemble. <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes ramming off. <laughs> he steals her car. <laughs> That's right. Steals the snack shack and gets the fuck out of there. By the way, this movie. Combines two of my favorite things: snacks and high-speed chases. Yeah. <laughs> in many, many scenes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, high-speed chase. Uh, mm-hmm. Newton and Ben kind of meet up with them because they're, they're still tracking Number Five with his tracker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, and it's also mentioned around this time um, that Johnny, uh, that Saint Number Five can't be alive. Because he just runs programming. He doesn't get happy. He doesn't get sad. He doesn't get scared. He just runs program. Well, that's after. So they, um, it's he still, he still said, yeah, but, uh, so Saint, uh, number five steals Stephanie's car. Uh, Newton and Ben 
chase after Stephanie ends up in the car too with him. Oh yeah, oh and that's right. He yeah, yeah. loses control like down the hill and basically almost crashes right off or into the dock or whatever. Uh, he's on like a cliff, yeah, yeah, over the water, and he stops it just in time. Newton and Ben basically double park him in, and uh, Stephanie sees this never robotics number five's freaking out because no disassemble number yeah. five's alive stephanie yeah so then becomes a negotiation so she comes out she talks yeah. to them and they're just like oh silly girl number five it, yeah. <laughs> the robot is not alive you are so silly yeah right he just runs up programming <laughs> yep and then that's uh yeah that's when we yeah. get the programming thing and then that's when scroder arrives because yeah. he's just following ben and, <laughs> and Newton. yeah yeah so scroder shows up and then uh Number five just starts using that laser beam to explode boats around them. And, you know, they, they start opening fire, of course, as one should. When giant silly girl, you should lay down shit. now. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down, you silly girl. <laughs> by, by the way, played by Apu. <laughs> right? Harry Shearer? <laughs> yeah, right. It's around this, this idea of this time where they uh, realize that there's an off switch on him. Uh, so we get close oh, enough no. to push it. This is breaking our matrix of machines that don't have off switches. That's why we saved it to the end of the month. Because <laughs> back in the beginning, they figured out, oh, off switch, that's easy. Nope, gotta take it out, the rest of them. <laughs> so it basically like paralyzes them. And they load him in the back of one of the vans, the, the Nova Robotics vans. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of wakes up and he uses his the little eyebrow things to like yeah. grab a wrench or something and like drop it onto the power button to. Yeah. And uh, Ben and, I don't know, generic guard guy. Yep. <laughs> when, uh, They're number... driving it back. Yeah. And then number five uh, basically carjacks him. From yes, he does. I love the scenes of him just chucking the seat out of the driver's seat. Yeah. <laughs> it happens a couple times in this movie, and I love it. Yeah. That's right. It's around this time where he ditches his tracking device because he figures out that's how they're able to find him because he sees the tracker in the uh, in the van in yeah, the yeah. van yeah and, and it makes that annoying beep 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 sound mm-hmm. and... oh yeah so then uh, he's off in an over robotics van loose in the wilderness yep, and he throws the uh, the tracking device into the back of a, a truck with some groceries yep and... <laughs> which leads to one of our favorite scenes indeed uh, we'll the little to... old cat we'll little... skip to it right now but yeah, yeah, li- yeah little old cu- farm couple uh, the army basically surrounds him at a stop sign and the wife leans over to the husband. Did you get the weed out of the glove box? <laughs> <laughs> or get you, could you the, get the, the grass The out? grass, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have the grass in here, do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is such a fun oh. little movie. Oh, yeah, it, it's a fun little movie. Uh, especially when Stephanie's being interviewed by the reporters later and one of them right? asks, Did the robot try to molest you? Right. Like, wait, what the fuck? What is this? Uh, yeah, so it comes out that Stephanie's been, like, harboring this fugitive, so everybody's descending on her house, and she locks them all out and decides to take a bubble bath. Yeah. And, of course, that bubble bath is interrupted when number five breaks into her house. And... Well, she just hears noises, and she thinks it's her ex coming back to steal the dog for cash or <laughs> yeah, something. Something. And so she's, like, all ready to to kick some ass from the, bu- from the bubble bath yeah. when number five comes in. Nice. Software. Oh. 
Stephanie, you changed colors. <laughs> uh, I also have written down a uh, a quote that comes up around this time. It's one of those mixed cliches from Ben. Yes. Let's punch the sack. Tomorrow's the next day. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes, because they lose number five and Newton's all upset about it. Yeah. Yeah, and Ben wants to just like go to bed and figure it out tomorrow. We also interrupt this movie to uh, bring you a Saturday Night Fever interlude. Uh, again, the director mm-hmm. also did Saturday Night Fever. Uh, so number five is watching TV, and apparently it's playing on NBC. I don't know. Yeah. And, and so he starts dancing and, you know, dancing to the Bee Gees. Staying alive, staying alive. And then we get a little dance number with Stephanie. How did you yeah. Or more than a woman. More than a woman. More than a woman. More than a woman to me. And, and this is where I think we assume the marital aid part of the yep. Saint Number Five comes in. I'm right? assuming because they're pretty much having a full blown romance. Indeed. Well, and it would also make more sense being called the Saint too, as uh, you know Roger Moore back in the day and Val Kilmer mm, in the '90s. Yeah. God knows who in the movie that came out last year. <laughs> <laughs> who was that, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I just know there's a Saint reboot that came out last year and I still haven't seen it because I'm so disinterested. I'm yeah, I love the Saint. I love Val Kilmer the Saint. Yeah. Not interested. Yeah. My mom's not even interested. Sweetie, it's free on Netflix. We should really force ourselves to watch it. If we can watch Geostorm, we can watch the Saint reboot. <laughs> we watch Geostorm. Not even for this podcast. Coming next week. Just to watch. <laughs> Just to support Jerry Butler by giving him absolutely no money. I love um, Gerard Butler. He makes terrible choices, and that fills our podcast with love. <laughs> Gerard well, Butler month. And the next morning, uh, number five makes pancakes for his uh, recent coitus mm-hmm. victim. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, she did not love it. She's happy to see him in the morning. Yeah, it's true. She mm-hmm. does seem pretty refreshed. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, the ex shows up and he uh, brings a rifle to her home. Right? Because uh, he wants know. that robot. There's $25,000 reward for it. Indeed. 20 for him, 5 for her. <laughs> and I, I love it. He's like, yeah, you should talk to her like a human. He's like, how, robot? Oh, no. <laughs> no, she... So he comes in and he's going to steal number five. And she's like, oh, you have to tell him exactly uh, what you're yeah, going to do, yeah. where you're going to take him, and you've talked to him in robotics. That's right. Talk talk computer, not Apache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to take you back to Nova. No, no disassemble. <laughs> and then he goes off and... They uh, all but blast a hole through the side of a uh, robot-shaped yeah, hole on the robot side of the house. <laughs> And then by the time he can go out the door to see what he's doing, he's already disassembled his Trans Am into like a couple dozen pieces. Oh my god, I love this scene. I love it so much. Oh, and the boy's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend is pissed, so we start shooting the rifle at the robot. He grabs a, uh, oh my god. uh, The hubcap. No, the brick drum. That's right, the brick drum. Yeah. And it is like, every time it fires, like ricochets off of it. How's he doing that? <laughs> and then he, then the boyfriend comes after him with a bat. Yeah. <laughs> and then he pulls out the laser. <laughs> I love it. Blast the heels right off his boots. Blast the cap off his hat, head. Yeah, By so- the way... He's dead, right? Nah, no, because he bla- yeah, well, blast the belt blast off, the belt and it was like, oh, that didn't go all the way through him. Okay, I'm assuming <laughs> that the uh, they 
they have a stun mode on the uh, on the lasers as well. <laughs> yes, the stun the stun laser is seen yeah. in Star Trek. Well, I'm assuming you don't have to have it at 100 percent power all the time. Yeah. He he can have it anywhere between zero and 100. Yes, but the ex boyfriend does run off with his pants down around his ankles. Basically, <laughs> that's pretty great. Uh, so uh, number five and Stephanie jump in the snack shack and get out of town. Yeah, Roach Coach. And then, uh, basically, uh, I don't remember how they contacted him. I think she called from, like, a payphone or something. It's basically like, I want to meet Newton at, at the Black, what was it, the Black Lion Inn? Not the yeah. Black Bear Inn, which nope. was very disappointing. Uh, Black Lion Inn. So they get out there. Well, the and... Lion Inn used to be a chain of hotels, at least out here. Oh. Oh, there you go. So, I have a, I have a feeling it's a reference to that. They used to have really, really good restaurants, because, like, when my dad would actually get paid real money we would do that very rarely for special occasions yes well they meet out there for a, a sexy little rendezvous no i don't mm. know yeah they start talking and mm-hmm. i'm like oh yeah so so what are you like are you a nice guy blah 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 and he's like no I'm a, I'm a nerd i haven't left my lab in five years you're the first girl i've like ever talked to oh by the, by the way we find out that newton is a virgin yeah which is, ben. is pretty hilarious <laughs> ben is also a virgin <laughs> oh my good golly bush <laughs> <laughs> I will teach you in the ways of women, and then you can teach me. <laughs> uh, but they get talking, and she's basically telling him, like, no, number five is alive. He can't be. He just runs processes. Yeah. Yeah, but number five is outside, and Scroger's got the place staked out. He's in there, and all the security people that uh, you would think Newton would know by, right? by sight, they're just hanging out there in the bar with him. Exactly. Yeah, and, no, but Newton's an idiot. He does not know the ways of the world. He's not true. even looking. He's busy trying to look down Stephanie's top. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Uh, but Johnny Five's nearby, and he's playing baseball with himself or something, mm-hmm. just passing the time. And then the other saints start getting around him. He's like, uh-oh, it's a trap. Must not destroy number five. Must collect and return to Nova. <laughs> yep. And then he and then he starts playing with him and <laughs> saying wonderful lines like, Hey, laser lips. Your mama was a snowblower. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves a little chase that causes him to causes uh, Saint He's... Number One, I think, to run into an outhouse and cause it to explode. Basically. Yes, he he uh, he basically sets a bunch of traps for them. Yeah, and then he reprograms them. <laughs> yes, he does. Well, he programs uh, two through four. Yeah, to, <laughs> to basically become the Three Stooges, which. <laughs> Works out to be a great distraction when uh, the 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 noose is tightening around in the bar, and then yeah. they have to make a bar fight escape. Newton mm-hmm. and uh, what's her name, Stephanie, Stephanie, and everybody. I do like that they even went as far as to like they did a good job. Like they gave him the Three Stooges hair, but it's made out of like mud and moss. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's great. I love it. Uh, but yeah, so they hop in the snack shack again and drive off. And or no mm-hmm. no it was what it was the Nova van wasn't it the Nova van yeah that's yes. right that's right it was the Nova van they yes. jumped in and escaped but then they run out of gas <laughs> in the middle of the fucking desert yeah um, they've eluded them for now so they hike up a mountain and up at the mountaintop they uh, they have a nice little camp out where Stephanie and Newton get to know each other a little better and Newton realizes that number five is really alive. Yeah. They have a discussion about consciousness and what it means, blah, blah, blah. And how do they decide that Johnny Five really is alive? Because he laughs at Newton's fucked up joke. <laughs> he laughs at one of the stupidest fucking jokes ever. 
And, well, and it's so great because Newton 100% acknowledges, he's like, I think I even screwed up the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I was like, sweetie, I know that we are conscious because we laugh at some stupid fucking jokes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but this is also after, like, when they're, like, playing patty cake and stuff like that. It's like, what's that for? Oh, I don't know. It's just for fun. It really has right. nothing to do with consciousness. <laughs> or, or, like, the Rorschach test. Yeah. And... I just want to see if we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> but then as morning is breaking and they finally oh. find out that they're conscious, that's when Nova finds them again. No! Number five makes a run for it. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're going to chase me down. And then there's helicopters. <laughs> and when the helicopters show up, you know shit's about to get real. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially when those helicopters have rockets. No, number five. Uh, but the rockets end up getting number five. Uh, even after a little standoff where they're like, no, no, he doesn't want to come out. He doesn't feel safe. He doesn't want to be disassembled. But that's when he makes the run for it. Uh, and gets blown up. No. <clears throat> and... And it's at this time when number five has been destroyed that the, the Bill Gates guy for Nova Robotics finally decides to fire Scroder mm-hmm. for doing his job. Yeah, Well, no, because Scroder was supposed to disable it and return it, not destroy it. <laughs> it looked pretty disabled to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's $11 million down the drain. Really, that's $55 million because yeah, so- now... Well, well, the, the, well they, technically, it's the, only twenty-two million down the drain. The other two could be reprogrammed. Yeah, say so the other ones could be kind of you know throw a new new exterior on them. They could be like a Three Stooges show at Disneyland or something. Like, like uh, you know, Newton uh, could reprogram in four to seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> deal. Uh, but Newton and Stephanie drive off. They're sad because their buddy number five died. Got blown the fuck up. Oh, and Newton quits. Hey, well, yeah, he quit. And, yeah. and then basically steals their jo- their vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Like, Nobody's gonna stop him. The, the, oh, you mean the vehicle that's completely loaded with spare parts in the mm-hmm. back? Yeah. <laughs> There's like, yeah, yeah. Take it to get to your own Honda Civic or whatever it is you're driving, and then uh, <laughs> you know we'll we'll bill you for the mileage. Right. Uh, but then number five comes up out of the bottom in the back. <laughs> He had constructed a completely new uh, Saint robot out of the spare parts in the yes. back, and that's what got blown up. Yes. Don't don't look too deep into it. Um, oh come on, he's super smart. So then they drive off to Montana, where yeah. the Goot has. Some, you know, he inherited uh, property from his parents who passed away and were quite rich. Yeah, there you go, and they lived happily ever after. How do you feel about pets? Ugh, don't fall for a Goot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, how many are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking like, like, like a couple of cats or something? Mm, there's always more. <laughs> uh, so roll credits. The yeah. end of Short Circuit. And they even recap the highlights of the movie with the special effects during oh, the credits. I love it. I love it so much. This movie I, is so great. I've seen this movie thousands of times when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really been, like, 20 years since I would seen it. Not for me. Guess yeah. who owned the DVD? Oh, I got the DVD here, too. It's just, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, so, sweetie, would you recommend Short Circuit? 100%. Absolutely. Everybody needs to go watch it. Absolutely. Go check it out. Uh, it's at this time we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> Throw in some commercials. Then we come back with answering some of your questions, some fun facts, and what we learned from Short Circuit. And more beer! Oh, always more beer. <laughs> so, coming... And woman... <laughs> More than a woman to me. 
Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Those were some amazing ads. The greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. It was almost math. Indeed. (laughs) They were so good, I'm a little parched. Oh, well, I have something for you then. In honor of the great belated St. Patrick's Day. We have a Guinness Draft Stout. Ooh. It's a drought stout. It's a drought stout. <laughs> drought stout. <laughs> straight from, enjoy chilled straight from the bottle. Nitrogen, nit, nitrogenated. No, nitro, yeah, nitrogenated. Nitrogenated, yes. For smoothness. Sound it out. Nitrogenated. Nitrogenated. I love you. Pop my I'm top. I'm gonna pop first. my top. Oh, my top. Woo! All Ooh, right. that's a nitrogenated top you got there. Mm. And the pour. Mmm, this is a dark beer. Light does pass through it, but nice and dark. Mm. It's got a nice khaki colored head, lots of tiny little bubbles. That would be from the nitrogen. Steve's going in for the sip. It's a very mm. dry aroma on this. Yeah, it's also very uh, light, almost 
kind of a creamy finish on it from the, I guess, from the using nitrogen instead of the carbonation. Instead of CO2 for carbonation? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's been a number of years since I've had a good Guinness. A lot of the times when we get it out here, uh, it's for St. Patrick's Day, and apparently it was purchased at St. Patrick's Day before and stored, I don't know, in a tanning box. <laughs> yeah, this seems pretty good. Like, it's not, uh, it doesn't have, like, the strong green apple or anything. I mean, it's not super, uh, like, chocolatey or roasty or anything of that. They're just very yeah, kind of middle of the road. Good example kind of, of Guinness. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to say that this is a good fresh one. We got this... Irish Heritage Pack from Costco, and good old Costco, don't let me down. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you remember, uh, was it two years ago now, uh, for St. Patrick's Day, when the yeah. guy brought the... <clears throat> the 12-pack. The 12-pack yeah, that yeah, was, was soured. Yeah, that was uh, some horrible shit. If it's sour, don't drink it, guys. It's going <clears> to <throat> no. give you a headache. Don't choke it down. Do Speaking of like choking it. down, here's Aww. some fun facts. <laughs> Super fun facts, because fun, fun facts. Indeed. Uh, this movie was filmed in Astoria, Oregon. Does that name Ooh. sound familiar? The same town as The Goonies and Kindergarten Cop. Yeah! Yes. And in this film, as well as its sequel, Short Circuit 2, Johnny Five's voice was provided by puppeteer Tim Blaney. Who's he, Steve? I don't know. Apparently a puppeteer. <laughs> uh, this casting decision was made due to the director's belief that real-time interaction with the robot prop would make the interaction seem more natural on screen and that it was edited by Johnny's voice in during post-production. So, I like it. Yeah, makes sense to me. Sweetie, this movie had a budget of $15 million. Woo! $1.4 of it was spent on the creation of number five. Yes! And $2.5 of it was on Gutenberg's Coke habit. No, <laughs> no, no. That, that may be true. Right. That's not verified. <gasps> Steve, but. is this the one of the only movies where gutenberg keeps his shirt on the whole time maybe i think we're gonna have to yeah. uh, defer to this besotted geek podcast <laughs> that's right it was it was definitely off in zeus and roxanne mm -hmm. so, oh yeah 100 percent. when are we doing that fucking movie, Steve? <laughs> coming this scoot timber <laughs> no uh. <laughs> Would you would you prefer Gutober? <laughs> Gucci wearing? Uh, uh, Agut? <laughs> All right. Uh, oh so to be determined, I guess. <laughs> while my wife stops breaking her, so. You All right. So. Me, you asshole. <laughs> All right, sweetie. What did we learn from I, Short Circuit? I learned that number five is alive. Indeed, I learned that life. It's not a malfunction. Life is not malfunction, Stephanie. And also, when you're dead, you're dead. Dead is forever. I also learned marital aids work. <laughs> even premaritally. <laughs> Indeed. I also learned, let's punch the sack. Tomorrow's the next day. Get out there and spread your legs. Really <laughs> <laughs> get out there and spread your legs. <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I think that might tie for my favorite with uh, make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Still not 100% sure that's a mixed cliche. <laughs> so we got your questions. Uh, thank you so much for uh, giving us to us, well, almost a week ago now. Uh, sorry, I've been a little under the weather. 
I did put this out during the start of uh, March Madness on St. Patrick's Day, which was yeah. awesome. Uh, our first question comes from What Were They Thinking podcast, probably Brandon, hey. who uh, asked, explain basketball to me. Ooh, ooh, can I do it? Can I do it? Please do. Ooh, um, this is the game that doesn't have naked bootlegs. That's football. This is the one where guys in long shorts, but they used to wear short shorts, bounce a ball around on hard wood and then try and shoot it through a hoop. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and if you'd like more in-depth explanation, send me a message. Uh, I, 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 I could talk for days about it. <laughs> ooh, Steve. Who is your favorite team for the basketball sports ball? The world champion San Antonio Spurs? Yeah! Yay! <laughs> well, actually, I guess it's been about five years since they won a championship. <laughs> but still, five times. So. But see, you're still, you're a loyal fan. You've been their fan. You're their fan even when they don't oh, win. Since David Robinson's rookie year. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been a while. <laughs> Luckily, there's only been, like, two really shitty seasons. <laughs> but, hey, one of them got us Tim Duncan, so, hey. Woo! Yeah. Uh, next question comes from Jarrett, Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In Podcast. What, what? Hey, guys. Ooh, this is a good one. If lava were to be implemented in any sport, which would it be? Ooh, lava? I have said for many years that, well, I guess first and foremost, you'd have to consider golf a sport. I was but gonna. If, that's what if, I was gonna say. If, if there was lava in golf, that'd be a much more interesting. That would game. be awesome. Yeah. You would not want to get stuck in the sand pit. Yeah, sand <laughs> sand pits that are full of like the the fucking worms from Dune. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I think uh, so. Equestrian sports are definitely sports. Mm. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had a little something in my throat, but go mm. on. Equestrian mm. sports. You were saying. I feel like Hunter Jumper would get a lot more interesting. Or um, steeplechasing, where they they do the races over while jumping over hedges. Sorry, I was just thinking Hunter Jumper, Cinder Blur. Is that <laughs> what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a free... No patches! <laughs> and it's a free barbecue for the crowd! <laughs> <laughs> what is that amazing smell? Roasted in its own juices. <laughs> Ooh, football would be interesting, too, with the... Uh... The sidelines? Yeah, Sideline lava. <laughs> Ooh, the new XFL? <laughs> yeah, there we are. You're welcome, Vince. Boom. Uh, uh, next question comes from, I want you to watch this podcast. Favorite movie with green in the title? Ooh, Soylent. Yes, I... Soylent Green is people! I love Soylent Green. More than the Green Mile, or Green Lantern, or the Big Green... Uh, the Green Lebowski? <laughs> yes, uh, Greeny McGreenington Green? Mulan Green? Ooh, The Green Room. <laughs> you haven't seen that, but that's a good one. Um... Salsa Verde. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Ooh, you didn't the, say man, snacks. the Man from Snowy Verde. <laughs> no, uh... Forest Green. <laughs> yes. Star Trek The Wrath of Green? <laughs> <laughs> the Red Green Show? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, gosh, that's a good one. Um, it's definitely not the Green Lantern. What? What? Hey, you know what? I'll go with Green Mile. Why not? Alrighty. That's the thing I can think of offhand. Logan's Ooh, Green. The Green Inferno. <laughs> Basically, Cannibal Holocaust directed by Eli Roth. Hey. Anyway. 
Uh, next question <laughs> comes from atnerth919. Who is the best actor in the history of sports movie cinema? Oh. Now, uh, I'm going to take note here that he didn't say, like, athlete turned actor. Best actor in a sports movie, basically. Ooh. Actually, I got a good answer I have for my both, answer. Actually. Go for it. Well, I guess I actually... I, I have an athlete turned actor. Mine is uh, Howie Long. <laughs> Howie Long mm-hmm. is the greatest actor in the history of sports cinema. No, it, greatest athlete turned actor. That's what I was saying. Oh. I have mine for athlete And I was saying actor. that specifically wasn't what the question was. Well, because you said you had one for both. And I what? said, oh, I've got one. Okay. Oh, I uh, mean, I have the one for My both. suggestion... Paul Newman. Yes. Who was a race car driver in his later years. He was an actual race car driver. But he was also an actor in the movie Slapshot. He also was an actor in um, 1969 movie. Winning. It's Winning. It's his race car movie. Oh. Okay. Yes, so Paul Newman is in the movie Winning. Being a race car driver. Winning. Winning. To be rebooted by Charlie Sheen soon enough. No. <laughs> uh, and our last question comes from Stork, the Besotted Geek Podcast. Hey, Stork. If you had a podcast about the Boston Celtics, what would it be called? Boston uh, Socktics. <laughs> Boston Socktics. No. Um, Pod Arbuck. After Red Arbach, legendary coach, my wife is giving me a glossed over look. Uh, I would call it the Seventeen and Counting podcast. Hey, <laughs> that could work. All right, I don't even know what I would call like a Spurs podcast if I one. Steve loves sports uh, ball. <laughs> Greg Potovich. <laughs> I'll go with that. Anyway, okay. thank you for your questions. Hopefully, oh, this uh, tickles you your funny bones and. Giggity, jurgish, moigities. Um, Giggity. Gosh, starting next week. Oh, if you haven't, if you haven't heard yet, we just did release a special interview with uh, legendary actress Catherine Mary Stewart. Yeah. Uh, you may know her from Weekend at Bernie's, The Last Starfighter, Night of the Comet, Being the super Apple. Sexy. Yeah, man. Yeah, she's still pretty good looking. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, but yeah, she's in uh, a little interview that was pretty awesome and has a lot so of great wonderful. stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I especially like when she's talking about her husband being like best friends with Charles Bronson, like living right? every boy's childhood dream. Yes. Um, yeah, what's well, and then uh, coming up in April? Do we? Yeah, let's tell. Them. We're doing video game movie month. Yeah, we're gonna have special guests. We're gonna have all kinds of talks about video games and shit. It's gonna oh, be great. Yeah. Oh, and we all know what high quality video game movies are. They always. <laughs> Please, the fans, to no end. They all can't be short circuit, sweetie. Well, we already did Street Fighter, so... <laughs> we kicked the sum of a bitch bus and ass so hot! <laughs> One of your favorite lines in cinema. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, until next time, you can, of course, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. movies. Uh, my wife makes some amazing art pieces. You can definitely check it on her Etsy page untidyvenus.etsy.com you can also follow my instagram and see what art and is uh being made and where it's going to be shown at untidy venus you can also check out our patreon page at patreon.com slash eilf movies 
uh, throw us a couple ducats, we'll get you some nice little rewards. Including, if you go up to some of the higher levels, I will make you art. Indeed. Customized art. You really can't mm -hmm. beat it for the price. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. 16. Sorry, you were saying uh, 17 and counting, and I was just thinking, uh, ooh, jailbait podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, those Boston Celtics. <laughs> jailbait. <laughs> well, the last time I am seeing him, he is busy vomiting. Well, the cat is dragged in a sight for four eyes, that is for sure. You look dreadful. Oh, Charlo, this is a barrel of monkeys. Oh, let us go scrape up some female chicks. An opportunity to spread your legs. Good to smell the breezes, hmm? Girly! Girly, come quick, girly! Danger! Come on! Come on, you! Oh, my God. What planet is this guy from? Oh, you are a girl, right? Yes, as far as I know. I am standing here beside myself. Oh, oh I am sick of wearing the dress in his family. Well, I have to go to the Jack, so we wait for me. The John. Bimbo. Oh, yes, you can say that two times. Bimbo. And plus, we are needing gas money. Yeah. As we are fond of saying in my country, marketplace make dull home for rodents. Where are you from, anyway? Bakersfield, originally. No, I mean your ancestors. Oh, damn. Pittsburgh. We are wasting valueless time. Not being a him, it is only being wires and servo mechanisms and other such machine-type apparatus for the beat of sake. This set of peakers. Bye-bye, goofy woman. I enjoyed repeatedly throwing you to the ground. What do you think? I am thinking she is a virgin. Or at least she used to be. Does? Oh, her pants are blazing for you, Newton Crosby. Will you grow up? Did she stick her tongue down your throat? No, no, no. Come on, sit in the van and tell me. I want to know. Yes, sir. Yes, come on, Newton. Oh, my goodness. I am sporting a tremendous woody ride. Those bunch of male-type organs. Right. Is what I'm meaning. Oh, my goodness gracious. What do you do now? Well, I don't know about you, but I am planning to scream and run. Good answer. Oh! Oh! Hi, honey. What is for dinner? Here my dust, Newton Crosby. Let us break wind. Maybe we have created another Frankfurter's monster. Hmm? Oh, Bulldike, you cannot hold your water with that slot. This is very first vehicle I have stolen in US of A. Me too. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? With excitement like this, who is needing enemas? The heck, Newton. Let us punch the sack. Tomorrow is the next day. No. So now I am having no job to speak about. I will have to smack the sidewalk. <laughs>